You know I'm right on football. Up right now on here on LandryFootball.com. Late start to the show. We had some technical difficulties, but what else is new when it comes to 2020? Nick Durst here. Joe Calabrese joining us shortly, but I do have a special guest here with us today. And she is Jackie Daly from InTheZone.io. Jackie, tell everybody about your background and where they can find your amazing work. Hi, everybody. My name is Jackie. Yep. I'm, as Nick said, I'm with In The Zone. Um, yeah. So, InTheZone.io, you can see the most recent work. We've just gone over a rebrand. So, we all have some new content that we've been putting out, which has been really kind of cool. Um, yeah. So, my background, I've mostly been doing work in hockey, but I love me some football. So, I agreed to participate and be a guest on the show and i'm so excited to chat football with you guys no doubt about it and joe will join us shortly and that one gives me some time here to let everybody know that you know i'm right it's sponsored by american betting experts one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the u.s we have teams together to provide special gaming offers to all landry football followers and podcast listeners here's what you do go to our website landryfootball.com Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, and PointsBet. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com and click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with special offers from American betting experts. Jackie, have a new a new podcast coming out soon within the zone, and you're talking a little football on the first episode, isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. So, what we're going to be doing on my new podcast is going to be called Tea Time with Mel and Jay. So, I have my reality show connoisseur friend joining me, and we're starting with the Bradshaw Bunch, which is currently airing now on E. They're, they just finished episode seven. So we're reviewing in two different sections, episodes one through five, and then episodes six through 10. So we just recorded yesterday our first episode of the pod reviewing one through five, and it was so much fun. We had so much fun talking about it because I obviously have a sports background and she does not. So we have different perspectives to give to everybody and it's just like a really good time and it's short it's a half an hour so you can't use i don't have time you have time <laughs> it's only a half an hour so it's i mean it's it's gonna be really fun so we're starting with the bradshaw bunch but then we're gonna continue to i don't know i think we want to open it up to our viewers as well or in listeners and and readers on in the zone and just see what people want us to review but ideally what we're gonna do is some reality show like some documentaries some sports movies um it's hard to do things in real time just because you know timing wise like now so we recorded episodes one through five review but like the show's not finished so it's like our next episode's not going to be for like a couple weeks now so we don't like that so ideally something you can stream or something that's like one off is the best for for our show but it's really fun we drink champagne while we do it we give the show a rating of champagne flutes one through five so it's really kind of something different and fun to have on in the zone so it's exciting 
I'm about to go check it out right now in the zone.io. They also have another great podcast over there. You know, I'm right. So this is, you know, I'm right on football. We have a regular podcast there as well, me and Joe. So some notes here before we get into some of the games. Antonio Brown's one-year deal with Tampa Bay has a max value of two and a half million. Includes bonuses for a Super Bowl win and for receptions, yards, etc. And he has to make, hit the individual marks and Tampa has to make the playoffs for him to cash on his one and a half million dollars of incentives. Uh, interesting to see that he went to Tampa Bay, but I did call it last week that that was a possible destination on our show. Uh, Michael Thomas in danger of being out for week eight versus the Bears for the Saints. Other rumors were that maybe he gets traded. So that's interesting. Uh, Trent Brown uh, is inactive for the Raiders. Earlier in the week, we saw the Raiders had all their offensive linemen on the COVID list, but that is today changing where the offensive line is going to play other than Trent Brown. Uh, there was tests today across the league in Las Vegas, New Orleans, which the NFL hotspots, they're all negative. So all the games are on today. And we also have some other news, which is Jamison Crowder is listed as doubtful today for the Jets. Does it really make a difference? Probably not. Doesn't matter who's on the field, they're going to lose. DeAndre Hopkins is questionable for Sunday Night Football due to an ankle injury, but he's expected to play. Chargers running back Justin Jackson is listed as questionable, but he's expected to play. Could be a, a nice fantasy play there. And Julio Jones was limited in practice last week. He is going to play versus the Lions. Uh, players that are out, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, John Brown, Dawson Knox, Joe Mixon, Austin Hooper, Desmond Trufant, David Bakhtiari, Tyler Eifert, Miles Jack, Trey Turner, Sammy Watkins, Quan Alexander, Raheem Mostert, and Jamal Adams. Uh, this should have been a big weekend in New York because the Giants, they should have beat the Eagles. And if the, the Washington football team beats the Cowboys today, the Giants would have been in first place. But it's not the case. What are your thoughts on the very lousy NFC East this season, Jackie? Honestly, it's really depressing, not just because I'm a Giants fan. It's just depressing as a football fan because it's so bad. And they're consistently bad. Like five wins could five or six wins can win this division. Yep. And that to me is just absolutely insane. Like absolutely insane. But it's just crazy to me because a lot of these games have been close. And I read a cool stat that actually not that cool being a fan of a team in the nfc east but they're two 15 and one outside of their division of all the teams combined they combined Brutal. for two wins playing opponents outside of the nfc east like what does that say to you that's insane. it says they're absolutely horrendous, they're horrendous. <laughs> they're horrendous. i think i think the winner of the nfc East probably gets a max of six wins uh they'll definitely yeah. be a losing record I don't know how they will end up doing in the playoffs. They probably lose right away, but crazier things have happened. So. I know. I'm seeing a whole situation play out where an NFC East team wins the division with six wins and goes on to win a playoff game. I'm just already, my mind is blown. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I feel like. I would have loved to see a five win Giants team win the Super Bowl. Could you imagine? Because they have, they've won as a wild card, so they could do it as division winners only with five or six wins. But, I mean, you can't lose a game like you lost on Thursday night and think you're going to do anything anywhere. 
Evan Ingram is just brutal. I mean, the guy cannot catch for years. And third and 11, they keep throwing him the ball one yard. You got to throw the ball for a first down. Listen, if he caught that, if if he caught that, obviously the game would have been over. I kept telling myself, oh, maybe if Daniel Jones didn't, like, fall over himself, they would have won. But, like, no, they ended up scoring Scoring. on that drive anyway. But, like, Evan Ingram needs to make that catch. Like, they put a lot of a lot of faith in him and if he can't do it then what do you do what what is happening i have no like what absolutely terrible giants are very tragic right now so why don't we talk about some teams that actually have a chance to make the playoffs uh the first game we're going to talk about is the carolina panthers with matt rule who's looking pretty been looking pretty good taking on the new orleans saints the saints have some injuries uh maybe not up to expectations for everybody in this season how do you see this game playing out, Jackie? I honestly, I mean, they're both teams that have a similar record, but I, I think it's going to, it's first of all, Teddy Bridgewater coming back to the Superdome, I think is a huge storyline. I think that can propel him to do great things. Like he's done, he's done really good things this season so far. And with the Saints having two of their top offensive threats not in the lineup and not active today that definitely is like you know puts them lower down on on their ability to win this game but i mean alvin kamara he is so good and i he's gonna see the ball so much today and i just i think he's gonna be really productive but i don't know I don't know. I can see. I can see. Um, I can see Carolina winning this game. All right, we have a question from Breastman Twenty Seven. After being on the Saints for the last two years and knowing the defense, will that give Bridgewater an advantage? I think it uh, certainly can. And that's a great point by Jackie. Yeah. His return to the, the Superdome there. Uh, I definitely, definitely think it will. I mean, the defense change each year, but. This guy was going against the scout. It was a scout team offense. So he was going up against the Saints defense all the time as the backup quarterback. That's definitely going to play into it. And I think, I mean, I definitely think uh, at six and a half points, the, the Panthers will, cut, or will get that. But uh, I think this, I think, I think the, well, excuse me, I think the Panthers with the four, six and a half points, that's a good bet there. But I think the Panthers have a chance to win this game outright. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it just seems like injuries with the Saints right now. Uh, and Bridgewater's return could and be a also, recipe for success for the Panthers. Also, one of the Saints, like, one of their biggest weapons, I don't like to say this as a weapon because usually you refer to the Seahawks as their crowd as a weapon, but being in the Superdome is definitely something that can play with the heads of the opponents. I've been there for a game, and it's absolutely deafening, and so without that place full, I just, it just, I feel like, changes the dynamic of the game that the Saints can put on. And I know no that's weird, but that's, I think, going to be important. I mean, there's going to be limited fans. First time this season they'll have anybody in there, which maybe could be a game changer, but it's not going to be the amount of fans that they need or want. Certainly. Uh, we'll see We'll see how that plays into their game and really all the games this uh, fans keep getting more and more allowance into stadiums. Right. Uh, next game up, we have Detroit Lions taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this game is just like, eh. uh, I think I'm going to go with the Falcons here. I think they're they're due to finally yeah. get get a nice win here. I don't really like anything about the Lions. 
Uh, Matt Patricia could potentially be on the hot seat after this yeah. season. Uh, he's and playing for his job. Uh, no doubt about it. I just I don't think that the Lions' talent level is is really that great, though. So it's always a tough spot for a coach. But uh, I think you know the Falcons are still able to score points. So I'm gonna pick them to score points here. Will the defense yeah. hold the lead? I don't know, but I'm gonna pick the Falcons, especially considering that this is a home game, even though there's no fans there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that the Falcons are gonna keep their momentum that they gained from their first win without their previous head coach. So they have a lot of changing going on. Also, they're relatively healthy. I mean, they have potentially one um, defensive end that might not be playing in Tack McKinley. I don't know if he was listed as playing. I mean, the last time I heard he was questionable. But, like, if he plays, they will have a completely healthy, like, defense. And I think that's really important. So I'm going with Atlanta. All right, there you have it. We have another question from Russman. Uh, will this game end in a last second fourth quarter play? Who is most likely to blow a fourth quarter lead today? Uh, I think the, I'll do the second question first. The Falcons are more likely to blow a fourth quarter lead because that's, that's what they do this year. The Lions, when they win, they're probably just, you know, some, they, have, they, have, they have blown a fourth quarter lead, but usually they're the ones coming back. Uh, and I think this game will end – in the fourth quarter, it'll be very close till the end. I don't know about a last second play, but certainly it'll be there at the end and it'll, it'll come down to the last drive most likely. Yeah. All right. I think the cool stat about this, not really a stat, but like Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford are like actual best friends. And I, it's really kind of a cute story, but R- Matt Ryan definitely has the edge of, winning three out of four of the times they've played. So I'm definitely sticking with that percentage. All right. There you have it. So friends <laughs> taking on each other. And yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be a good one. Uh, Matthew Stafford also good friends with Clayton Kershaw, who is yeah. pitching in the world series. What a friend group there. All right. The next game up, which should be the most fun game to watch today. You have the Buffalo bills coming off two losses, headed to the middle and to take on the jets. Uh, Buffalo 10 points favorite and they're going to definitely cover that and they will easily, easily come out victorious in this one. What do you, what do you think, Jackie? I mean, I think if anybody has heard any piece of football news at all this year, then you're like, okay, yeah, the bills are going to win. But the thing is like the bills haven't looked good the past two games. So they need to step it up. And I feel like the Jets, like, they're so terrible. But I feel like they could be coming in this and be like, we can put a stop to Josh Allen because he hasn't looked good. But then, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely all about the Bills winning this game. And I'm definitely convinced that they've basically already won it. Yeah, you got to go with Bills Mafia here. Uh, I give them a little bye the last two weeks just because uh, they were supposed to play the Titans. That game got moved to a Tuesday. And right. then they're supposed to play the Chiefs, and that game ended up getting moved from Thursday to Monday. So uh, I think I think they're still a good team. I think they're the best team in the AFC East, and I, I believe that they have a, have a great chance to to win at least 10, 11 games. Yeah. Uh, another question from Breastman, uh, and I'll let you answer this one, Jackie. If the Bills did happen to lose to the Jets today, would it hurt the Bills' luck as a playoff-caliber team? 
I don't think so because I think they'll look at this as like an outlier. Okay, so we stopped our they're gonna stop their three games uh skid with the Jets. I, I mean I just don't even think it's possible, but they're they're just they're too good. He has good targets. I know there's some injuries as well, but I don't think so. I mean they're up there. They're in first place. So I I don't think so. All right, next game you have the Cleveland Browns taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you saw the Cleveland get destroyed by the Steelers last week. I think the Steelers are the best team in the AFC. And the Bengals, they're, they're still young. They're going through some growing pains. Uh, Joe Burrow looks like he's the man for the job, though. But I do like the Browns here for a bounce-back victory, Jackie. I do too, but you know what? I just like look at this game and I'm just like, I don't care. I really like <laughs> care less about this game. Like I, I I do like Joe Burrow, um, and I do like Odell. So I'm like, okay, cool, I could watch for that. I just think about it and I don't think about what's happening now with You don't like the Battle of Ohio? I don't. And I'm I'm just thinking about like three years ago when the, like I just I can't get into these teams. That's just my thoughts. I'm just like, who cares? Like, I don't, this game means nothing to me. But I do think that the Browns will come out on top. All right. I'm going to agree with you there. They'll come out on top. Now, they lost to the Steelers last week. And they're going to, the Steelers are taking on the Titans in a battle of the undefeateds here. This is going to be a really, really good game, a close game. What are your thoughts on this one? I just, it's like the complete opposite of what I just said about the Browns and Bengals. I do care about this game. I think both teams obviously have like, have a lot to prove, not a lot to prove because they've proved they're good over the first like six, seven weeks of, of the season, but it's going to be a good game. There's going to be, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Although the Steelers have the best defense in the NFL, but um, Ryan Tannehill has the best passer rating. So where do we go from here? I think it's going to be a shootout, to be honest with you. But I, be- I bet I'll be proven wrong, to be honest. I feel <laughs> like with these games that you think are going to be high scoring with, like, lots of passing, like, no no run game, um, they end up being kind of low scoring. So I'm, like, on the, on the fence about how the scoring is going to go. But it's definitely going to be a good game. And honestly, how do I pick a winner? I don't know. Who do you think? Well, Brustman says, will Derrick Henry have any success against the league's number two ranked defense? I think he'll have some success, but he's not going to have another 200-yard game. Uh, In this game, I am leaning to go with the Steelers, and I think it's going to be a lowish scoring game, maybe like 21-17. And I think the Steelers coming on top because you really can't bet against Big Ben. That's the way. And Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin did a great job last year, too, 8-8. and without Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, but I do like, I mean, the Titans, you know, they saw across a lot of people last year making their run to the AFC Championship game. And they just continued to to pound the pavement here and they're doing a great job. I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Titans then. All right. Sound, sounds good. Uh, no, you can't Strong really go. Derrick Henry coming in hot. Can't go wrong either way. Uh, we got another question from Brustman. Odell Beckham has a career lows this season in targets, catches, receiving yards, yards after catch. Who is to blame, and what do the Browns need to do? Uh, I think I think Odell's having a good season. I think 
what the Browns can do to get his numbers up is just throwing the ball more. That's that's the easiest way. To, Target uh, that, him more. That's what you should do. I mean, you, you saw what he did against the Cowboys. Huge game. Two catching touchdowns. One uh, one rushing. Uh, he's going to be fine. He's still one of the best receivers in the league. All right. Next game, we have the Green Bay Packers coming off a surprising loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Todd Bowles defense taking on the Houston Texans. This is an easy one. Give me the Packers. They're minus three as well. But Aaron Rodgers never really loses two in a row, and he is going to be ready to go. And the Packers are going to put a beat down on those Texans today. I agree. I mean, how can you think anything else? The only thing that makes me nervous is I don't think Aaron Jones is playing. Um, but, yeah. They're, I think they're sitting him because he's not, like, 100%, and why push it? But that means they're confident in whoever's going to take his place, and I, 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 Aaron Rodgers has got it. All right. There you have it. All right, next game from Green's there. This should be a really good game, and it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on John Gruden's Las Vegas Raiders. We're looking forward to this one. And I really like what John Gruden's doing here. I really like the Raiders in this one, plus four. And I think they have a chance to, to win outright and uh, surprise a lot of people this season. And the game is in Las Vegas as well. Uh, I, I kind of would have leaned towards Vegas here, but the fact that their offensive lineman missed the whole week, I'm going to have to go and pick the Buccaneers in this one. Buccaneers coming off a huge win last week against the Packers. Looks like their defense is rolling now. The offense is getting is getting going, and they got Antonio Brown coming in the next two weeks. And Gorkowski had a great touchdown last week. Uh, yeah, what are your, what are your thoughts on Brown I and mean, the Buccaneers? I, what are my thoughts on Antonio Brown and the Buccaneers? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like. I mean, everybody deserves second chances, and I think he's such a phenomenal player. I don't know. I just why are you, why are people rushing for him? He's not. He like how many? Preston wants to know how long will he last the season? What I do don't you know. Think? One week. Wow. Okay. Maybe he learned a lesson being suspended the first eight weeks, and finally a team wants him. But like, I don't know. There obviously teams have wanted him. They've. People have been, there's been speculation about him going to multiple teams. So I just like, I don't know, hearing it, I'm just like, come on, be a good guy. <laughs> you can play football already. Just be a good human being. All right. What do you about? What do you think about this game, though? Okay. So this game, I think that every week the, the Bucks just get better and just leave it up to Tom Brady. And that's just my thoughts, to be honest. Is there too much star power on one team? Russell wants to know. Evans, Gronk, Brown, Brady, Godwin. Uh, also got Leonard Fournette as well, McCoy. Uh, sometimes it's an issue when it's too many stars because they have egos. Um, you know, if Brady starts throwing the ball to just Evans and Gronk, can I see Antonio Brown being annoyed about that? Yeah. Absolutely. But Gronkowski is not going to complain if he's not getting his targets. Evans – I don't know. We'll see about that. So it could it could go wrong, but as of now, everything's good. But we'll see because when Antonio Brown comes in, that's going to take the ball away from other people. So it could it could impact things greatly. 
Well, I think it's better that he's going to Tampa rather than Seattle because I feel like they have a similar issue of having – he has enough targets. He has enough people to throw to, and they don't necessarily really need him, but I think he would fit in better in Tampa rather than with the Seahawks. Right. Now, the key thing with that is Bruce Arians, the head coach of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was his offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh at the yeah. Steelers. So there is a relationship there, and hopefully yeah. Arians and Brady can, can rein him in. All right. Next game, we have the Chiefs taking on the Denver Broncos. And the Chiefs, they bounced back last week. So you got to go with the Chiefs here. Uh, they're going to lose a few games, but for the most part, they're going to win. Uh, and pick the Chiefs here over the, the Broncos. They're a young team, the Broncos, but they're not ready yet. And Preston wants to know, will Le'Veon Bell have an impact? And will he hurt Clyde Edwards to fantasy value going into the season? Uh, I think it'll hurt it. Minimally, it's a fantasy impact, but uh, what do you think, Jackie, about Le'Veon Bell being signed by the Chiefs after the Jets decided to release him? I mean, at least go to a team where they'll utilize you and, like, you'll be motivated. And, I mean, I think only time will tell. I think it's a good signing. Definitely, he's happy to be out of New York, that's for sure. So, even if it's just an attitude change and, like, going to a place where there's some success, obviously, coming off a Super Bowl win. Like, I think it's going to be a good place for him. All right. And what are your thoughts on this game? So, honestly, it's going to be, like, 20 degrees and snowing. So Ooh, should I be fun like to anything, watch then. Yeah, I feel like anything can happen. I'm just looking forward to seeing Andy Reid, like, bundled up on the sideline. That's what I'm looking forward to. I love watching snow games. They're the best. Yeah. All right. Next game, which will definitely not be in the snow. The Jacksonville Jaguars are heading to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Minshew Mania and the Chargers are seven and a half point underdogs. I like the Chargers in this one to win the game. Really impressed what I've seen from Justin Herbert so far this season. I think he's got a good chance to see rookie, to be rookie of the year this year. And I'm going to go with the Chargers this year. We saw them since his first game. Uh, they almost beat the Chiefs. So they are better than their record indicated. Yeah, I agree. I'm not – I'm feeling like the Jaguars are confused at this moment. Like, who's going to play quarterback? Are they sure that Minshew's going to start? I think they're kind of just trying to figure things out coming off, bringing him in last season and having him light it up and people getting obsessed with him. I, it's winding down now, and I think they're just a little bit confused. Yeah, I mean, their roster isn't really there, so we can't blame him too much because there's right, nothing for him to do it. But Preston wants to know, is there a chance we see him benched for Glennon today? I don't think so. I think Benchy's playing good enough. I don't think they're going to bench him. I'd be I'd be very surprised. All right, next game we have San Francisco 49ers taking on the Patriots, who've lost two games in a row for the first time in 20-something years. Uh, I like the Patriots in this one. The game is in New England, and – the 49ers, they've won some games, but they're still depleted. Before the season, I said, I think the 49ers missed the playoffs. Usually the Super Bowl loser does. So this is the matchup here. I'm going to go with Bill Belichick here because it's it's unheard of for the Patriots to lose three games in a row. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you as well, I think. And since it's at home in New England, I think they have some fire under their little booties here. But I am also interested to see how 
Jimmy Garoppolo is going to perform being back in New England for the first time since he's been traded, that's going to definitely give him some extra juice. So right. it should be underestimating. I think Garoppolo is going to be the Patriots quarterback next season. I think the 49ers are going to release him, and he's going to go back to New England because Bill Belichick loves him. I'll let you add this one from Brustman Jackie. San Francisco is allowing the most rushing yards to quarterbacks this season. Will this play to Cam Newton's advantage today, and will he capitalize? Oh, for sure. I mean, he's he scored in he scored touchdowns in three of the last four games. So like that he's played. So he's definitely a threat to that um, defense. All right. Moving on here, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals. This is going to be a really good matchup Sunday Night Football. I think this is the first loss of the season for the Seahawks, who have barely eked out three wins this season. They won by one point. Kyler Murray is, is really good. It's phenomenal quarterback talent there. And DeAndre Hopkins has, has looked incredible this year. Larry Fitzgerald, he's still one of the best of all time. And I do like the Cardinals in this one. The game is in Arizona, so that does play a factor as well. And they're coming off a big win against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. They're used to the spotlight now. And I'm going to say I think the Cardinals give the Seahawks their first loss of the season. What do you think? I mean, they came off, like obviously, like you said, giving the Cowboys a huge uh, run for their money. Um, I don't know. I saw, I saw Hopkins is on the injury report, and he's questionable. So if he doesn't play, I don't know. I I don't know. Russell Wilson is really good. Yes. So, right now he's the MVP. So I don't know if I'm going with Arizona to give them their first loss. I think it's definitely going to be close, and I think it could be a possibility. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Seattle. All right, Brustman says Kyler Murray has thrown for a touchdown or run for all for a TD in all five games this season. That's been nice. Daniel Jones thrown an interception and fumbled in each game this season. <laughs> if he does it again today. He'll be the first to to do it in six of a team's first seven games. Will he do it today? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Kyler Murray's going to do it, and he's going to beat the Seahawks, and this is going to lead to Kyler Murray winning MVP this year. Okay. That's my thoughts. He, okay, he can do it. I'll agree with you that he can do it, but I just don't think that it's going to beat the Seahawks. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just, I'm playing, um, I'm just going against you. All right. Uh, one game I didn't mention earlier because I, I saw some news on this, so I want to get to it here. So the Washington football team quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, who's a major bust, bust uh, was fined for violating team's COVID pro- COVID-19 protocols during last week's Giants game. The Giants then, they're violating protocols with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley out of the bar on Friday night. I don't know what's going on there. Was that true? Uh, that was, that was fairly true. I, there was a video, but I haven't seen it yet. But keep it tuned for at inthezone.io because I'm sure yeah. that'll be covered there. But Haskins made a reservation for a family friend at a team hotel, which is strictly prohibited by the team. Washington then fined Haskins $4,833. Uh, the max could have been $14,650. Uh, it's, it's not looking good for the Dwayne Haskins era with the Washington yeah. football team. I think they're going to move on from him after this season, maybe. Uh, but the Cowboys are playing the Washington football team today. And I didn't see if, if Kyle Allen's starting. I think they, they really need to start Alex Smith because they're going to just take off there. But I'm going to have to say that Washington football team wins this game regardless of the quarterback. 
Cowboys lose again, and it just continues to muddle the NFC. What are your thoughts on the game, Jackie? Um, I just I I can see the Washington football team winning. I think this is going to just be a game of like turnovers and who can capitalize on sloppy play. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely some injuries. The Cowboys are like riddled with injuries. Um, I don't know. They're two bad football teams. Who cares? Dallas offensive line is starting back across the board. How will Sweat and Young do? Listen, I, I think the Cowboys have, have seen now that their their success like three or four years ago was all smoke and mirrors because it was all their offensive line. Now they're not having the offensive line. Uh, you see how horrendous Ezekiel Elliott was on Monday football with two fumbles. The Cowboys just aren't that good. And they had a great offensive line, which is a great strategy. Uh, their offensive line's terrible, so... Yeah, I think uh, I think the Washington football team will have no no issues there defensively. All right, last game. Uh, we did a great job getting through all these games real quick with our, our late start time. Joe, terrible technical difficulties, unable to join us, but yeah. good that we had Jackie here. Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears going to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Before the season, I was very big, all in on the Bears. And that was because I like that they had Trubisky in their quarterback. Uh, they moved, made the move to Nick Foles. I don't think that's going to help them in the long term. He hasn't really looked that good. Say what you want about Trubisky's throwing. He gives you another dimension to the game because he can move around in the pocket. Yeah. Uh, the Rams, they are a good team. I said it all year. I said, don't forget about the Rams. They barely missed the playoffs last year. And NFC West is loaded as well. But since this game is in Los Angeles and Nick Foles is the quarterback. I think that's going to impact things as well. Although the Bears are coming off a big win, uh, a big few wins, and they're off to one of the best starts in franchise history. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams here. I think Sean McVay is going to have some special things dialed up for Monday Night Football. And bigger defensive impact, Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald. I will go with Khalil Mack. We've seen Jared Goff running for his life, and that's going to continue. But I'm sure Aaron Donald will get his, his usual sack as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Jackie? I was going to say the biggest threat definitely is going to be the Bears' defense. They have Akeem Hicks, they have Kyle Fuller, they, but Cleo Mack also was listed as questionable. So I don't know, is he playing? Like, that's big. Right, but, and it have to decide till tomorrow, so we want to. Exactly. But Goff is consistently not good against the Bears. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in two meetings against the Bears, so maybe he'll get one. Tomorrow. We'll see. I'm not going with the Rams. I'm going to stick with the Bears. All right. And uh, Vegas, the betting odds are picking the Rams as six-point favorites. But I do think, betting-wise, if you can get the six points with the Bears, that's a smart move there. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Uh, wrap it up here. Give us your Super Bowl prediction. Ah! Oh, my God. Super Bowl. Okay. Hold on. Let me think for a second. Um... You're putting me on the spot. Okay, I'm going to go Steelers. And I don't know. I agree with you on the Steelers. Uh, I think we got to wait and see here because I still like the Packers, but I got to see if yeah. they can rebound after their last loss. Tampa Bay, of course, would be a good pick, but we got to see how Antonio Brown gets in there. And, of course, you got to factor in Seattle and Los Angeles, but they're going to beat each other up just to get to the finish line here. 
And he has left, say, and he got the Bears as well. Yeah, my first was going to be Seattle, so Steelers, Seahawks, but time will tell. Time will tell. All right, Jackie, you did a did a great job today. Breastman wants to to let you know that Aww. you definitely know your football. Breast, appreciate you watching. So that's going to do it here for a quick blitz version of the You Know I'm Right on Football show. We appreciate everybody for tuning in today. And this is just a reminder that don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers for American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com today. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Thank you to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. For our guest host, Jackie Daly, who you can check out on InTheZone.io, I am Nick Durst. And and tell my sports Jackie's mine, my personal. All right. So, Jackie, tell everybody where they can follow you, find you on social media. At Sports Jackie, just how it sounds. All right. For at Sports Jackie, who is on Twitter and, of course, Instagram, I'm Nick Durst. Big win by Greg Shiano and Rutgers. The Rutgers is back, baby. Greg Shiano got to build that, build that, that program big time. And they're going to be a top 25 team. There's a lot of pros come out of there. Last time Shiano was there, Bill Belichick drafted all of his guys, and they won plenty of screw balls. So the Rutgers is back. Before Sports by Jackie Daly, I am Nick Durst. And for Joe Calabrese as well, who was with us here in spirit, who had technical difficulties, thank you for watching. Enjoy the football games. And this has been You Know I'm Right on Football. <laughs>